I'm Jess McCauley, and I am a theater maker, and I am an introvert. I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I also am an introvert. And this is The Introvert's Guide to... If you want to drop us a line, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguidetostuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment or rating. Your comments and ratings do help new people find the show. But even better, if you know someone who might like The Introvert's Guide too, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because somebody we know told us about them. Actually, I'll start by, we got a, an email uh, from Daniel a little while ago, and I wanted to, to read part of part of what, what, what he wrote, just a, a little excerpt. He wrote more, but I think this is sort of the relevant part. Uh, he said, I've been struggling with myself all of my life trying to be someone I'm not, trying to be social, trying to change who I am, and it got to a point where I just couldn't do it anymore and I broke down. I remember being told as a kid that I was an introvert. However, I never really kept that in mind. I tried to be somebody I'm not, an extrovert, and always found myself getting super exhausted. I used to think someone was something was wrong with me and that I needed to change my way of being. I know that that's not that what he's expressing there is mm -hmm. is is not unusual. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked before about how extrovert is the default. Right? Like people expect extrovert to be this is what what good behavior is an introvert is antisocial and, and to be discouraged. Yeah. And I, so I know that, that, so Daniel has struggled with it. I'm glad that he's sort of starting to see, that he's sort of learned to see that, 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 um, or, you know, he's, he's, he's coming to terms with the fact that it's okay to be an introvert. Um, did you have struggles with that? Like learning to like being an introvert, Jess? Oh, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, Amongst everything else that I was dealing with in my life, I feel that on the lighter side, I felt that being an introvert was was a great thing that I, I could have I could have that to myself. That was mine. It was part of my identity. But people are very quick to make you feel shame mm. and guilt for mm. it. You know, you're you're so shy. Why are you mm. so quiet? Do you not yeah. want to talk? Do you not want to hang out anymore? Mm. And and I've said this before on social media is that I feel. I feel isolated because of it. Yeah. And there's something wrong with me wanting to be alone. That there, there's, that's a flaw. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not fair. No. Yeah. When you were younger, did you find um, that, you did it take you a while to, to get to the point where you were, that you embraced, like, this is, I like being quiet? Or was that something that you had to had to learn how to do? It was something I had to learn how to do during post secondary. Mm -hmm. um, I was always the one that needed to be off in the corner and alone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that didn't work to my advantage. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, I robbed myself of participation because of it, and I lost yeah. out on so many experiences. But at the same time, I like to observe, mm -hmm. and I find that that makes my writing a little bit more articulate, mm -hmm. and I find that that helps me see people just on the as the outsider's perspective. Yeah. So I learned to like it, and I learned to like being alone, but now I've had to also learn how to step into the moments where it really counts. So sure. I'm not losing something. Mm. What about you? Well, I want to back up for a second oh. because I want to talk a, a little bit about those the, when you were a lot younger mm -hmm. before post-secondary. Mm -hmm. When 
um, being an introvert was a struggle or when mm-hmm. there was a pushback. What, what kind of pushback were you getting? What kind of what kind of difficult time were you having? Yeah, you know, actually, I'm just going to point this out now. When I was mm-hmm. a little girl, like very, very young, mm-hmm. um, I, I remember being told that there's no way you can be an introvert. Mm. Come on, you're so chatty. Yeah. And you've got so much, right? It's just, I think that's what helped, or sorry, what hindered me from mm-hmm. accepting my introvertism. Mm. What is what hindered me? Yeah, and and whenever I slowly started coming into it, that's when people, I think, started pointing out that I'm different now. Mm. It was just you know I just there's something has to be wrong with you. You used to be so carefree. You mm. used to be so out there. Now what's wrong? And I think again mm. that made me second guess myself. Sure, sure. Yeah, I know that that the whole for me when I was a lot younger. At home, I was super chatty. Mm-hmm. At home, um, my parents used to worry, actually, that because when I first went to school, I remember kindergarten, they were kind of afraid that they would go to, like, parent-teacher night, and the teacher would say something like, oh, Phil won't shut up. He's talking all the time, because at home, yeah. I was a chatterbox. But that's because small group at home, also, they're the people you're the most comfortable with, mm-hmm. right? right? So it's really easy to talk around those people. Right. At school, there's all kinds of things. There's people... Even in kindergarten, people who judge you for this and people who make fun of you for, I don't know, the color of your shoes or mm-hmm. whatever they've decided to make fun of you for or whatever. And there's so many things going on that um, I was super quiet at, at school. And I think that was the first indication that I was an introvert. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't that that classification wasn't really embraced mm-hmm. then. It was more uh, because, you know. Everybody thought that everybody should be outgoing, right? If they're if you're not outgoing, there must be something wrong with mm-hmm. you. And so the quiet ones were sort of like treated as a little bit weird, which yeah. is yeah. Yeah, people started wondering what you're thinking about all the time. Yeah, yeah, they just want to know what's going on in there. Yeah, like yeah. they can't they can't stand like the idea of silence. So they're like, yeah, what's going on in that brain of yeah. yours? What do you what do you think it's so hard about? Yeah. You know, and you want to say. I'm just watching. Yeah, I'm really okay right now. Yeah. I'm just, there is okay to have nothing going on. Yeah. And and a lot of people don't, they're unsettled by it. Mm-hmm. I find that, yeah, it's, I find we confuse extroverts because the silence can be so beautiful yeah. and it can, mm-hmm. it can just have so many layers to it. We yeah. like silence, but to an extrovert, it's. What 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 can I do right now to fill this silence right now? I and I just just need to fill it. Not always. I mean, the, the just to, to just to roll back because the different the real difference between the extrovert and the introvert yeah. is it's where you get your energy from, right? So uh, the introvert gets our energy from ourselves. Yes. And the extrovert gets their energy from other people. So they don't necessarily have to be interacting with those people. Now, the yeah. majority of in- extroverts that I know they do are mm-hmm. very outgoing. Mm-hmm. It is possible to, like, and somebody I was talking to yet the other day was, like, mentioning that it is possible to be a shy extrovert. Mm. And I wonder what life is like for those people. That's it. I just haven't met one, I yeah. think. I yeah. think that's, that's a, it's, I don't want, I hate saying this, but, but it's a rare breed. I think it may yeah, be, yeah. it throws us off, I think. Yeah. Yeah. When I, see, because you seem to have dealt with, like, the introvert thing in post-secondary. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think I spent a lot of time feeling like, I was wrong for mm-hmm. being okay being alone or, or like, cause there would be like all these parties and things and people would be like, Oh yeah, I would yeah. actually, I would get invited to parties specifically invited. And I would be like the day of the party would come and I would totally nope out just because I just couldn't 
deal with it. And mm-hmm. I, I started to wonder what was wrong with me mm-hmm. for that. Like, um, why was I not going to these parties? Some of them were industry parties. Some, some of them were friend parties. But it was like I knew they were going to be big. I often thought, what do I talk about at these things? Yeah. You know? Did you ever not like that? I mean, did you ever hold that guilt for not going? Did you ever even... Oh, yeah. Did you ever feel the FOMO? Um, yeah. This was pre-Instagram. Yeah. Pre-Facebook and Instagram that, that a lot yeah. of this was going on. So there was less of the FOMO. But, I mean, I still, yeah. like, I might hear, like, oh, yeah, it was a great party. Or somebody would talk about something. Or some people that didn't know each other, but I knew. Now they're suddenly, like, great friends after that party. And I'm like, what happened? I could have been like great friends with somebody, but I missed out on that because I didn't go to that party, you know? Now, I think it's even worse now because now you can sort of like uh, almost immediately after the party, start seeing pictures of the party and seeing the the fun people had. Yeah. But I find myself less and less actually having FOMO Mm -hmm. after like with the party. Yeah. It's pretty rare now because I'm I'm more okay with it. Okay. I think some of it came from the idea that I should be going. I, you know, I told myself, I'm an actor. I should, I'm supposed to be outgoing. Mm-hmm. And that was what I had been, what I'd been led to believe and what I believed at the time. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like whenever someone says, um, you know, for example, like, wow, I thought for an actor, for sure you'd be okay with getting up and speaking in front of people. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just not, not necessarily. It was on my time that I decided yeah. this, now that you've put me on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so preconceived notions. There's also the whole, like, you know, you you, you, you mentioned being being an introvert. People are like, oh, well, how can you be an actor if you're an introvert? And you're like, <laughs> well, I'm not shy. Yeah, like if, easy. There's a difference. I yeah. can do it. It's mm-hmm. just uh, yeah. this whole, like, thing that you're putting me in right now where there's this party or there's all these people. Like, I'm not, intro- not into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you do to become okay with being an introvert? Like, how? What was that path like for you? That's a good question. Actually, I have never really mm. had someone. But how did I become okay with it? Yeah. Yeah. I. Because you know, you went from you went from the struggle with it mm-hmm. when you were younger, and then in post secondary, becoming a little more okay with it. So, how did that? How did that work for you? It's going to sound strange, but I think when I realized not everybody journaled, I think I became really Mm. okay with journaling. And I think that's actually what helped me start becoming better as accepting myself as an introvert, Mm. having the ability to write everything down Mm. and and having those moments to myself. And not everyone has that. And I think being able to treasure those moments Mm -hmm. and and realizing that I have that command over my life. Right. And it, it gave me that sense of, ownership over myself yeah and I think that's what I really valued valued at the time when I was writing Mm. in my journals and I was getting so into it and I have like I have over like 30 journals filled oh yeah like it's a lot um and I haven't read through a lot of them Mm -hmm. you know a lot of them get buried away but coming back to it I'm glad that I had those journals Mm. I'm glad that I made time for it because it's it's mine Mm. and had I not have followed into it I think I would have a lot of who I am would have been gone mm. and it was it, it was a way for me to hold on to it so I, that's that's something that made me okay with mm. it what started you journaling I got a journal as a gift when I was like a kid I was like mm-hmm. six years old and I remember this fluffy little journal mm-hmm. it was pink and green and it was like it was fuzzy and it had a lock yep. and I liked it mm-hmm. and I just remember scribbling things like you know just you know I I saw 
uh, Harriet the Spy mm-hmm. when I was really young, yeah. and I just started liking to mm-hmm. observe. And the more I observed, the more I actually started getting a little deeper and mm. deeper into the thought. So it was actually just a slow transition of mm. seeing someone do it and me go, I can do that. Yeah, yeah I mm. like that. Mm. Interestingly, I, I never got into journaling. Oh. Um, I, I went through a bunch of periods where I thought I really wanted to. Yeah. You know, I remember... You know, I read a book and somebody kept a diary. And I was like, I'm going to keep a diary. And then I'd write a diary entry. Yeah. And then like a month would go by and I'd be like, oh, I didn't touch that. I guess I'm not, I guess I'm not that good a diarist. Yeah. Um, you know, or at one point I was like, uh, I remember in theater school because everybody referenced Samuel Pepys' diary. Of course. You know? Yeah. Because it's a great like snapshot of a particular time and place. Yeah. And he talks about all kinds of things. It was like, that's great. I'm going to do something like that. And then I, again, I would write like an entry and then I wouldn't touch it again. And so, yeah. Um, journaling was not was not for me. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you have any tools that anything that mm. helped you? My being okay with being an introvert is I think a relatively uh, uh, within the last five years or so is something mm-hmm. that that I think at a certain point I had to come to the terms with, come to terms with the fact that what in, being an introvert meant and it wasn't mm-hmm. something that I could change um, and I just had to learn how to be okay with it because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of situations where we sort of feel shamed for being an introvert. Mm. And um, I I really just had to learn how to, how to value the time alone and not feel guilty for taking it. Right. Like, for example, I, you know, I just did, I just did the, the Toronto Fringe, mm-hmm. the 12 days of, of lots of interactivity um, and, and, and being out and talking to people and things like that. Um, after that, I had two weeks off and I don't think I spoke to people. Yeah. Did you retreat? You, did you retreat away to keep working or did no, you just recharge? I just recharged. Yeah. I didn't even like, re- like I, I was just at home. I didn't go away. I just was at home. Yeah. And, uh, the first, the first, the first day after was like, um, I ordered in breakfast and I played video games and I didn't go out. Good. It was just like yeah. complete... As things went on, maybe I'd go out for a walk or something like that. But most of, a lot of it was just like really alone time and like right. recharging. Yeah. Did you have a lot of people message you afterwards too? Like, as I imagine, like after the fringe is done, people were like, so how'd it go? What's up? Uh, not, I mean, a little bit, a little bit, not yeah. so much. I think, I mean, mo- I got most of my messages during fringe. How's it going? That sort of thing. And a few that came after, uh, but not, not too many. Right. Not too many. So it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like, that wasn't overwhelming. And of yeah. course, I can, I can handle textual interaction. Right. Yeah. That takes nothing out of me. People can message me all I want. I'm just like, I'm answering you now. Um, <laughs> You've got people, that over me. If people are like, oh, like, come out and we'll talk about this thing. I'll be like, how many people are going to be there? Like, can I not do that? Yeah. Like, let's just text, you yeah? Know? yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's another thing is, like, how do you say no to those mm-hmm. sort of things, right? And I think that's a lot of another struggle that introverts have is yeah. not feeling guilty for saying no. I mean, sometimes it's, it doesn't have to be no. Like, mm-hmm. I find myself saying things like I'm just not up to it. Mm-hmm. There have been times when I have literally emailed somebody and said, I'm sorry, I know I said I come to this thing, but I just don't have the spoons for it. Yeah. I think we've talked about the, the spoon theory a couple yes. of times and how um, you have a finite number of spoons and like getting up and like going to work. Uh, takes four spoons and then like mm-hmm. uh, that that going for coffee with some with with people after work takes three spoons and, mm-hmm. and like how many spoons do you have left at the end of the day um, and sometimes you just don't have enough to also 
go out after work or even on the weekends, you know? Yeah. Um, these things take time to recharge. Yeah. I think at a certain point I just decided that I just wasn't going to feel bad for mm -hmm. being okay being alone. Yeah. You know? And, and that's that's uh, that was like a huge stepping stone. It's like, wait. Because, mm. you know, I had heard the term extrovert and introvert for a long time. And people had said extroverts get their energy from, from being around people and introverts get, they get it from being on their own. And I did go through a period of like thinking that I was an extrovert or at least trying to be an extrovert. Oh, sorry. I just, I think I just know you so well yeah. that you as an extrovert just doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But there was like, like the idea and especially like when, when I was a lot younger, when I was in my twenties, just thinking about how, no, this is how I should, I should be. So I am going to try to be an extrovert. And I right. didn't do it well. Right. I just want to be clear on that. Yeah. I was not good at being an extrovert because I'm not. I was still awkward in crowds and I still couldn't strike up conversations and if I was in a crowd, suddenly I realized that my face said, don't talk to me. <laughs> Which yeah. is like, when I'm in a crowd, that is my face's natural position is like, don't talk to me. Well, that's actually, it's funny you say that. I had somebody message us and mm -hmm. say that, you know, I'm grateful for my resting bitch face. Yes, yeah. I'm grateful for that. And mm -hmm. it's because of that, that I'm, I can be alone. Mm -hmm. And someone really just accepted that. And I have to say kudos. Yeah. I mean, I'm not so, saying that it like was, it's, like, it's it's not, there have been situations where I don't want that, but I've learned yeah. how to turn that off. Right, yeah. But when there are lots of people around, my face is, my natural inclination is basically to have a resting bitch face. Right. Because um, that prevents people from talking to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've had someone give the advice, by the way, just as a random thing here. They're like, you know, you don't have a resting bitch face, but why not just try headphones? And I don't think they know that having your headphones in doesn't still stop it people, doesn't yeah. prevent them. Now, yeah. I just just to just to throw this wrench into that is I think that if a guy is wearing headphones, it's fine. Right. If a woman is wearing headphones, people don't have a problem talking to her. Right. What is it? I don't know. I don't know what. This is a total digression, but I don't yeah. know what it is about headphones that says to some people, "Please talk to me." Yeah. Clearly, they're yeah. not on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Yeah, going back. Um, I guess, like, I know, and a lot of people that, that, that have, have spoken to us since we put out the question about mm -hmm. being an introvert um, have talked about going through a period where they weren't comfortable with being an introvert. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I wonder, like, if that is still going on, if people are still... Essentially, being told that being an introvert is wrong. Where does this start? Where does this does this happen? Mm -hmm. Does this start in school? Does this start? It's hard to say. Yeah. Because I mean, like you, you can look back and go, "Oh yeah, I can see so many moments," but in the moment, you don't realize. No. It. Uh, you know, speaking of the spoon theory, mm. when I did London Fringe, I lived <clears throat> in London at the time. Yes. So I, I had a job <clears throat> I was going to, mm. and I had obligations outside of that that mm. I had going on. So I wasn't. I had didn't even have enough spoons to do the cabaret nights that they had. I didn't have enough spoons yeah. to go to their beer patio. Mm. I did not. Yeah. And at that point, I think that's when I. I didn't, I, I didn't feel guilty. It's when I hated it the most. Yeah. It, is, it was like, it doesn't feel very fair that I don't have enough yes. to give you. Yeah. And I felt weak by it. But at the same token, though, it was... But I still made those experiences count when yeah. I could do them. Mm -hmm. And and that's the main part is that you do have to hold on to the th those accomplishments. Yeah. You do have to hold on to those spoons that you've got, right? Yeah. 
it's 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 interesting the those things where where those events that that you still you know that if you could go it would be fun right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sometimes you just have the energy for it it's like I went to a friend's birthday party good for you mm-hmm. uh, I, mean, I went I went all right I wouldn't call it a particularly successful introvert night out okay. Um, uh, my friend is very much an extrovert. Okay. And it was a milestone birthday, so she had like this big thing. She invited all her friends, and like there were so many people there. And uh, so I went, and I was like, okay, my success is I went. Right. Right. But there's another guy. He's obviously an introvert over there. And she thought that she should make us talk. And so she grabbed him and pulled him over and sat on him and said, you should talk, and whatever. And, and, and so we sort of talked or I talked and he gave a couple of like I pulled out all of my podcasting like let's start a conversation kinds of things and he was not into it but for the rest of the time it was like no I'm I'm okay I don't actually need to talk to people that's good you've moved past the point of feeling you owe them something and that's something we talked about a lot is sure yeah I mean on the other side like watching everybody else have these great conversations and, and laugh there was a little bit of like well Maybe I should just go. Yeah. Because I'm just a wet blanket sitting over here, not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't. I stayed. I stayed a little bit longer. And yeah. and you know, again, when when I go to these things, I go because I love my friend. Right. right. That's why I go. But it's <laughs> it's hard. Um, like we've talked before, but you know, like tell yourself that you're going to go in for like half an hour. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Do what you can. Yeah. Um, but then, like, once you're done, you're done. Yeah. You Honor know? that. Yeah. Yeah. So did yeah. you stay? Did you stay long? Um, I think I stayed about two hours. Okay. Is that a personal record? Or is it a... No. That's no. not a personal record. Okay. But that was, like... At that point, I was like, I have done my duty. <laughs> I've done my duty to my friend. Um, I stayed until the cake was served. So I yeah. felt like that's, like... It's a moment. It's a moment. Yeah. You should be there for that moment. And so yeah. I, then I then I sort of was like, well, I'm out. But it was like, in in the moment when I was sitting there, like looking around and watching everybody else uh, have conversations, I did wish that I could get up and like have a conversation. Mm. And I realized I just like I don't know how because all of my attempts at, at party conversation are usually pretty awkward. Right. Okay. Um, so, but you know, yeah. so I was having FOMO at the time. And in that moment I was like this, it would be so much easier to be an extrovert and just love being around all of these people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I've yeah. heard you talk about small talk before as mm-hmm. a dance as it's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the introduction before you can start moving into, did you feel awkward about starting coming in with small talk? Or oh, I didn't plan anything. Yeah. I, didn't, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't plan any small talk cause I, I don't, I always, Foolish, foolish introvert. I always assume that there's not going to be any. Oh, like, no, I know. It's, it's, it's totally foolish. But I always, yeah. I always walk into any gathering of people just with the assumption that, no, 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 no. We're going to be cool. It's just going to be, it's, it's just going to be like good conversation, not small talk. Yeah. Yeah. That's almost never the way. Never. So, uh, got a couple of, uh, of responses on social. Lynn said, 
Once I learned that introvert doesn't necessarily mean shy, but rather where I get my energy, i.e. needing time alone to recharge, everything changed. Realizing there was nothing wrong with me and not trying to force myself to be extroverted, I stopped feeling guilty about the time I need alone. Mm. I'm honest with my friends about it. Like, I've done one big social thing this week, so I'll skip the next one. Right. That's like when we talked about, you know, Christmas, getting mm-hmm. together, really yes. picking those social moments, yes. right? And, and you have to be okay with saying no. Mm-hmm. You have to be okay. Because if you don't, you're putting yourself into a place where you can't be. Yeah. And then you do start moving into the second guessing. You stu- you, you actually become someone you're not. Yes. And you're yeah. putting on that fakery and it's not doing anyone any good. Yeah. Especially yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I have had those, those like that near the end of my, my two weeks after Fringe. Yeah. Where I reiterate, I basically spoke to no one except maybe an Uber Eats guy now and then. <laughs> um, I would, near the end, I was like, I have not seen anybody in the last week and a half. Am I isolating? Yeah. Should I go out and do something? Should I reach out to people? Should I? And then ultimately, I ended up not. Yeah. Because I was comfortable. Okay. Like second guessing, but yeah. also I do worry sometimes about about isolating myself just because it's so comfortable to be alone. Yeah, you start going into this place of is this self care now or is yes. this just comfortability? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and that's not going to do you any good either. No. no. So Robert says, I have to say, I have a love for it. Maybe because I enjoy my solitude. There was a time though where I thought. Why can't I be a little more get out there and do things with people kind of person? But then I thought, nah, (laughs) I agree. Being alone allows me to focus on things I have to do or just to recharge myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And see, like, that's the thing that I I would value about Robert Mm. is I'm that person that I feel so guilty in my solitude. Mm. And that's part of my anxiety Mm. is even when I'm my, I have my social anxiety side where it's the socializing aspect is already worrisome enough, but now it's when I'm alone. Am I socializing enough? Am I, am I being that person that's now being forgotten? See, that's, that's the the thing that happens with me is like, is like I get to, after a certain amount of time, I start to feel like I should be out Mm -hmm. doing something. And I don't know where that voice comes from. Yeah. That one, that's, that's not a healthy voice I've realized no. in my head. Yeah. And it's even like just, not, you know, I'll work for five days. I'm off for two. Yeah. And it's the, no, you, you worked. You did earn this day off. Mm. And what you do with it is your choice. You don't yes. owe anybody that. And that's, it shouldn't be happening on your first day. Yeah. And that's where I've started to find tools to combat that. Mm-hmm. So I can value my time. It's yeah. a day waster when I, I, I'm sitting there worrying about things. That's yes. not fair for no. me. No, exactly. So... No. That's something I I would value about Robert Mm, as well. Let's take a look at what the internet had to say. Oh, gosh. There were a lot of lists. Okay. There were a lot of lists as I looked through this. A lot of lists. And they often said the same thing. There are a few things that I I do want to unpack because I don't necessarily agree with some of these things Mm -hmm. that I I found. Did you find anything that sounded like an extrovert wrote it? No. No? No, I didn't. Good. I didn't. Yeah, no. Most of these things were definitely written by introverts. Some of them are, I think... Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So um, one of the first was uh, at uh, Thought Catalog... There's an article, Why I Wholeheartedly Love Being an Introvert. Mm-hmm. And they say, I believe that being an introvert has made my life more fulfilling. I think I gain more from small group settings. To me, it's just a matter of quality over quantity. 
Conversations work better with just a few people. They're less exhausting. When the group size is smaller, I feel like the connections are stronger. Everyone, including myself, can have more time to speak. I also think that being an introvert has made me more willing to listen to others. I like hearing what others have to say and taking it into consideration. I love to hear people's personal stories. I like considering various viewpoints, even if I don't agree with them. I've gained a lot of insight this way. Yeah, and I mean, that's true. You kind of feel like your introverts, or your introverted self <clears throat> is, is a positive. It's, it's yeah. that it, that actually makes me a lot stronger than you think. Yeah. And I can take in a lot and my listening skills are peaked. Like it. The one thing that sort of jumps out at me about about the way that he describes, like he loves hearing people's personal stories and things like that. That's so introvert. Like, yeah. like I want to get past. Let's get past this this small talk stuff. Yeah. Now tell me an important story. Like, yeah. tell me tell me about this. You know, like yeah. let's um, break it down let's, together. Yeah, let's let's talk about some real yeah. stuff. You know, it's so very much like yes, he's trying to get to those stories, and that's how he's like navigating in groups and things right. like that. Um. Scary Mommy uh, had a, a, a list of the benefits of being uh, an introvert. Right. And some of these I don't agree with, like right off the top. I can see We're them. We're experts at creating... I'm going to go through this list and then we're going to break it down because already I feel like at the top I'm mm-hmm. going to start like going off. So yeah. uh, number one, we're experts at creating boundaries. Number two, creating intimate relationships and bonds are our jam. Introverts rarely experience FOMO. We learn to be self-motivated as introverts. Self-confidence comes naturally for introverts. We are very in tune with our physical and emotional needs. We are great judges of character. Now, I have a lot of thoughts about this list. Yeah. I can tell that you do, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Right off the top, experts at creating boundaries. No. 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 That is a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. And, in fact... I spent a lot of time as an introvert not having boundaries. Right. I honestly, yeah, we've discussed this before and we have had, we've had a self care episode Mm -hmm. about why we need to have that. And because it was amazing when we had the outpour of people saying, this is the things I learned to do. It's like you said, it is learned and we feel guilty for saying no. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think a lot of people do, but introverts need to. Mm -hmm. And it's that thing that we always feel guilty about, like saying no to things. So creating boundaries, it takes Creating boundaries takes effort, and it's something you have to learn. Yes. I'm feeling like this list is a little too biased on one's life. I think it's very much, it's this this person's introversion. And there are many different flavors of introvert. Yes. Um, Some people are attention-seeking introverts. Some people are shy introverts. Some people are ambiverts. Again, anthropology whoever you you are are. um uh (laughs) but like there's so many different kinds of introvert and this is this is one person yeah i also want to unpack introverts rarely experience fomo untrue yes so untrue (laughs) i have experienced fomo already three times this weekend so yeah like like we've touched on this uh, before where it's just again you you want to experience this thing so badly you may not even have the opportunity to but if you had the opportunity yeah. to be a part of it, boy, you really wish you should have taken it. Yeah. And and it's just that that's ridiculous because again, introverts, we we pick and choose what we can and cannot experience. Yeah. And that's just it is FOMO, I think, just can reign over so many of us. Yeah. yeah. I have I have had so like just like Instagram is like the 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 like such a main provider of FOMO for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I like seeing what my friends are doing. So mm-hmm. 
I, I take the FOMO with that. But I, again, I have frequently experienced FOMO. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you think about self-motivated? I'm super biased towards this. Mm-hmm. Because I have depression. Yeah. I already can't be motivated Mm -hmm. easily. Mm -hmm. And there's times where I really beat myself up over that. Sure. So that's personal for me. Mm. I don't know about anyone else, but I don't feel very easily self-motivated. Um, I don't have depression and I also sometimes have difficulty being motivated. Mm -hmm. But I have figured out how to trick myself into doing things like... Mm. Maybe not around the house. Like I have to if I want if I want to clean my house, I basically have to invite somebody over. If I want to if I want to if I want to if I'm going to have if I'm going to do a clean of this house, somebody's got to be coming over. Oh man, it's that's that real bad. preparation I'm, on so many levels. But like listen, it's if I don't do it, I'm I'm not wallowing in my own filth, but yeah. I'm just doing the bare minimum. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um self-confidence. Oh, I do the generalization that that self confidence comes naturally for introverts, um, maybe if they, if it does for this person who wrote this, kudos, kudos, you are so fortunate. But um, self self confidence does not come naturally for me. Right, I am secure in who I am, but mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm confident in yes, myself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's so many times where I second guess myself, mm-hmm. and. Unfortunately, that does come from the fact that I'm not around people very often. Mm -hmm. And when I am, I do need that sense of validation still. Yes. And that's where my self-confidence lowers itself is because I feel I need to be validated with you. Hmm. Yeah. I always find if I go to a party, Mm -hmm. um, if I, if there's a lot of people there, if I cannot attach myself to a person Mm -hmm. that I know, then I will be miserable Mm -hmm. because I... I I don't have the confidence to be able to like engage people in conversation. Mm-hmm. In fact, if somebody comes over to me and they're like, "Hey, how's tonight going?" I'll probably be like, "Good." <laughs> yeah, 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 fun. fun. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. Yeah. Wipes you know, give, the sweat yeah, from I'll, brow. I'll, give, I'll be like, "Yeah, that was successful." <laughs> no, like, <laughs> I am not going to be open and 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 easily like accessed that way. Yeah. If I can go to a party and there's somebody there that I can attach to. Yeah. Or at least, like, be around. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to be okay. Yeah. But if I don't have that, it's just anxiety. Right. So I do... Because that's... In those groups, I don't have... I don't feel like I have confidence. Yeah. I almost feel that responsibility to be the most fun person in the room at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, just for me, I know that it's one of those, like, if I don't... Much like you, if I don't have that one person, mm-hmm. I suddenly feel pretty bad about myself that I'm not being interesting enough. Yeah. I, I haven't done enough. And suddenly my whole life flashes before my eyes <laughs> in some cases. So I'm like, oh man, I never lived. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, definitely. I, I feel that too. Like, yeah. Cause I, I have this whole, like, so if I'm sitting in a seat and there's all these people having conversations, I feel like there are people who are like, What's up with that guy? He comes to a party and doesn't talk to people. Yeah, look what you a know? jerk, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, why did you even come here? Yeah. And I, and I mean, maybe people are not even noticing me, but, you know, whatever. But, this is what I, yeah. the narrative that plays in my mind. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Let's. Move to the next one. Yeah, we are very in tune with our physical and emotional needs. Again, I think that is not necessarily true. It's, we know what we want. We know what we need. But mm-hmm. sometimes that can get very jumbled, and that's why we need a toolkit. Yeah. And a lot of introverts 
I mean, that's the purpose for this yeah. podcast. Yeah. This itself is is a little self help, yeah. right? So, yeah. I mean, if 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 we were so again, we've we've already talked about the fact that it's not easy. Like learning to create boundaries is a difficult mm-hmm. thing. Um, uh, self confidence. Um, these are things that you need in order to be in tune with your physical and emotional needs. Uh, yeah. Right. And without those, it. The rest of it will crumble. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's just it is if we if we were very in tune with our needs, we wouldn't need these lists. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't need this podcast. It's true. We would disappear into the we ethers. Would, we would, they would just like yeah. go away and never come exactly. back. <laughs> now, we are great judges of character. That's an I'm, interesting thing. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. Because considering how many times I've watched a group of people mm-hmm. and sort of like don't like that guy. You know, like that person, this person is looking for the, like, like really analyzing a group dynamic. Yeah. Um, that's possible. Right. But also I think that's great when I'm watching things, but when I'm interacting with people, I can also be a terrible judge of character. Yeah. Like, I mean, you kind of put your own, um, your own perception on somebody when you think you can start gravitating towards yeah. them. Right. Yeah. I think it's only when we actually start <clears throat> getting into the meat of a conversation, mm-hmm. that's when we can really start to pull something out of someone and and i find like i find introverts are you know the majority i've met Mm -hmm. are really good at pulling something out of someone and they're because they do have that really good judge well i mean there's there's also like i think um, some of us have learned how to how to i don't want to say a lot of us but some of us have learned Mm -hmm. how to have conversations where we can ask leading questions Mm -hmm. and try to open up somebody in a conversation. And if we can't get there, Mm -hmm. like if they're not going to have it, we will lose interest in them very quickly. Yeah, exactly. And we just need, we need you to go to that place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 If you're just like, if you're not, if we're trying to have a conversation and you're just like giving us a yes, yeah, no, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No. Um, Another list um, at the Odyssey online where again, like being an introvert, um, their list is uh, less friends, less drama. This is a cynical okay, list. Yeah. This is a cynical list. Let's oh, go no. through it. Um, less friends, less drama. The simple things in life bring so much joy. Sometimes being a wallflower is inevitable. No desire to fit in. Silence calms your soul. I have mixed feelings about this list. I, if you could see my face right yeah, now, I it's, I know. Yeah, I'm spiraling yeah. here. Um, I want less friends, less drama. I'm going to go with have better friends. Yeah. Like, I want to say, because sometimes sometimes we will gravitate, we'll have people around us who we call our friends because we want to have friends, right? Even mm-hmm. introverts want to have friends. Yeah. They are not all good for you. Yeah, exactly. If they're toxic people, that's the drama. Friends don't cause drama for friends. Lay your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. If there's drama, rethink those friends because that's like... Yeah. You know, yeah. Exactly. Just having less friends doesn't mean less drama. That's correct. Yeah. But I think, like, it's not the number of friends that causes the drama. Exactly. It's the relates the friends. Yeah. Um, simple things in life bring so much joy. I will agree with that. I will. Because, I mean, you know, my now husband mm-hmm. went away for a weekend mm-hmm. for his bachelor, actually. Mm-hmm. And what did I find so much joy in? I ordered my favorite pad thai. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I played Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And I was good. Did and... you watch any shows that you don't that you can't, quote unquote, can't watch when, when he's around? I hate to be that couple, but we, <laughs> we enjoy every single show together. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're so lucky. We I know. You're so lucky. I have an yeah. ex that would, uh, she really loves Sex in the City, but she would fortunately only watch it when I wasn't home. Oh, God. So if I would go away for, if I would go away for a weekend yeah. for work or something, I would come back and the DVD set would be out. 
so I know that she was watching it, yeah. but I was like... She was getting her carry-on. Yeah, yeah, but like, it wasn't a, oh, I like this, you have to watch it with me, which I yeah. think is, is good. Yeah. Um, the Sometimes being a wallflower is inevitable. That's, <laughs> I know. That's like the most cynical thing I've ever heard. Um, like, way to put some preconceived notion on yourself, yeah. right? Like, you're not going to move past anything if you, you're going to immediately say, like, oh, that's it, I'm a wallflower, yeah. I'm not going to be anything more than that. Like, I yeah. think you're going to rob yourself of a lot. I think you are. Yeah. And I mean, again, I mean, we were talking about parties one of the first times, like mm-hmm. going early yeah. to a party is a great way to get in before the cliques have started. Exactly. Um, and mm-hmm. often there are conversations happening yeah. at that time. Yeah. Um, and so it's easier to get into those because mm-hmm. as an introvert, we like the small group. Yeah. Um, so in that case, being a wallflower is not inevitable. No, it's not. Sometimes you don't have an option. Yes. Yes, yeah. you do get, and I get pulled into conversations pretty quickly. You know, sure. and sometimes yeah. I'll make those little comments, in, and I'm not even in the conversation. Mm. I'll make a comment, and then suddenly it's, there you are, come uh-huh. on out. Uh-huh. And you're like, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. 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 No. Now, no desire to fit in. That's not true. No, I I very much have a desire to, I there's two things that I want from you when I meet you. Mm-hmm. I want to fit in with you. I want you to like me. That's yes. basically my modus operandi when I meet somebody. I want to be seen mm-hmm. is another thing that I feel. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think that that's not true. Yeah. I, of course, <laughs> want you to like me. Yes. I want you to yeah. miss me when I decide to isolate myself yes. for six months, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, there's definitely a, like, oh, Oh, I want so hard to fit in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that seems like that sort of comment seems like the kind of person that says, like, I never get offended over anything. Yeah. And it's like, that's not true. To an extent, it's not true. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Their last one, silence calms your soul. And that's. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But mm-hmm. That's not for everyone. That's not for every introvert. Yes. Some people. What they want is, like, silence doesn't calm their soul, like, maybe listening to music and headphones. If they're in a, mm-hmm. uh, a wild situation, then yes. headphones are, are going to keep them so- calm. Maybe they like playing video games. That's not silence. Right. But it's, again, yeah. the, list, the, the lists are very um, specific to individuals. I and think trying so. to talk as though they are universal. And that's what I don't appreciate when uh, people talk about introverts. Mm-hmm. We're not one clump. Yes. We're complex human beings that each has their own toolkit and yeah. experiences. There are so many flavors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what keeps us all interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, yes, even you extroverts are different. <laughs> well, I'm sure there are, yeah. there are many there are many different flavors of extrovert as exactly. well. Exactly. But we're not talking about yes. them. This is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Although I know a couple of people who are extroverts who listen to this. Yeah. Um we're still not talking about you, but yeah. hello. So let's unpack what we may have learned here. Right. Aside from there are many flavors of introverts. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I was to create my own list, which I should have done in advance, but I didn't. Um, yeah, why didn't we create a list? I don't know. I don't know, because we're not list people, we're not. obviously. Um, I mean, if I was to create a list, there are some things on here in some of the previous lists that I might include. But again, like, you can't... Can you create a universal list for learning to love to be an introvert when there are so many different flavors of introvert? I think you can find commonalities Mm -hmm. that we all appreciate. Yeah. But I don't think you can create a list of saying why you should be okay with being an introvert. Because that's the thing is, you should be okay with it. And it's... 
I don't like that. It's very forceful. It is very yeah, forceful. Yeah, it is. It's robbing me of of my journey of love, learning to love yeah. and accept myself. So I think we can find commonalities. I would say, in, like the phrase, you should, lo- you should love being an introvert. Yeah. Um, I think, for me, I would love if you would learn how to be, how to love being an introvert. Mm-hmm. I would love if I could be 100% good with, with being an introvert. Yeah. Um, I do think that part of this podcast is like, I'm not a hundred percent there and that's why this exists. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think instead of saying you should learn to love being an introvert, I would love for you to learn how to be an introvert. That's, oh, that's, that's our overall goal, yeah. I think. And it, you know, I like that we're actually touching on this right mm-hmm. now being our first episode back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, it's just, yeah, we, we want you to learn to love yourself. Mm. We want you to be good with it because there's so many wonderful things about you as the individual, yeah. as the introvert, that makes you beautiful in that sense. Yeah. And, and there's so much love that's absent from it. I, and, yeah. I will I will randomly just start naming off things that I like about being an introvert. Um, I like being okay with being alone. Mm. Like, I like that I don't have to be in... Like, when I'm alone, I don't immediately think, I need to have people around me. There's something wrong. Mm-hmm. That I could spend an entire weekend not seeing people mm-hmm. and consider that a good weekend. Um, I like people watching. Mm. I love going to a cafe with a window and just sitting in the window mm. and occasionally watching people go go by and, like, make up a story in my head of, like, mm-hmm. where are they coming from? Where are they going? What What is that person who I can't hear saying? Mm-hmm. Um I like being able to um, have really deep conversations with people and to get around the extroverts barrier of sa- of, uh, of small talk and be able to like I don't know like a like a somehow like deke around the boundary and like get in a good question that will open us up to some some yeah. real deep conversation. You know, one thing that's going it's very specific to me, mm-hmm. but I know that there's some introverts that agree. You know, the one part about my my thing with social media and FOMO mm-hmm. is that I like having my small group mm-hmm. of these wonderful people mm-hmm. I throw around me and I'm not, and I'm not saying like, I'm glad I'm not this person, but mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm not that person that is on social media with a different person every single day. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how this person does it where they're, they have so many people in their life mm-hmm. or in their life. And I love that they can experience so many people, yes, but I yeah. love that the people I experience will always have that deep connection that sometimes won't happen again. Yeah. That to me is a really beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. It makes me appreciate you as the person more. Yeah. 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 There's definitely, I don't know. I find Instagram is, uh, you can really see who the people who, who, who are more extroverted with all of their crowds of people that are Mm. around them and like their, their team, their, their, their squad or whatever they want to call it. Like all the people around them. I really appreciate my friends who are like, I'm on the balcony reading a book. Yeah. I like Here's the, a yeah. flower I saw. Yes, yeah. <laughs> those are the ones. That, that's that's what I, I really like seeing those. Yeah. Like, hey, there you are. I do too. I just, yeah. to me, it just reminds me of humanity's beauty. Mm-hmm. It does. And yeah. like, it's already so easy for me to, I, and again, I, I hate saying this. It makes, it's very easy for me to hate people. Mm. And I don't like that. That's not, that's not the way I want to be mm-hmm. because then I'm not seeing someone as the individual they are. I'm seeing an annoyance. When you say that you're, you're, you, you find it really easy to hate people. Yeah. Um, are you thinking, 
are there like really easy for you to hate individuals or or groups like a group like people as yeah. a mob? It's easy. I think in the way it's easy for me to hate socializing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. hate socializing with someone. Mm. It's not. It's very easy for me to pick and go. Oh, I don't like that you do that. I yeah. don't like that. Mm. You know, and that's not fair to that person no. either. And no. and that's that's that's. I'm just gonna say it wrong yeah, but yeah. it's just again I think that I'm appreciating that person as they are and that's what I mm-hmm. really enjoy Yeah, but I don't want to fall into that it's easy for me to hate socializing because sure. at the root of it it is socializing yeah. because I feel that I have inadequacies mm. that I don't want you to see <laughs> yeah. are there are there what would what would be the top if you could if you were to had to make like a top three list of the things that, that you like about being an introvert yeah. what would those be um, first of all, savoring. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy savoring food yeah, and okay. beverages. All and right. I find that because I'm alone sometimes, uh, and being able to, to take in a palate mm-hmm. and say, okay, I can, I can talk about food this way. I can talk about the way a book hole feels in mm-hmm. my hand right now. Cause no one's going to be around me when I smell a book mm-hmm. and I can take in that smell. So I love the fact that I can savor really easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that I am so secure in my passions in life mm-hmm. and I don't don't have to feel like I'm not interesting enough. Right. What I do excites me. Mm-hmm. You know, I may not be able to, you know, and I, I say this as a, as a weird example, I may not have a whole lot of parlor tricks in my up my mm-hmm. sleeve, like tying a cherry stem. You know, I used to be able to do it, lost sure. it. Yeah. I just did that to please people. But yes. like, I love the fact that I can write free, like free writing for yeah. hours on end. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, fun for me. Yeah. So I think I'm just, I, I love my passions in life. It mm-hmm. made me appreciate them. That's two, but I can't That's think two. of three. One thing <laughs> that the interesting thing about savoring, cause you just talked about savoring food and drink, mm-hmm. but I think that, that you can also apply that to people. Yeah. Because when you are able to interact with people in a small group or one-on-one, you can savor the conversation that you're having. There's a different flavor. There you go. It's a different yeah. flavor. You can yeah. like take some time and savor that, that conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, I, yeah, there's different parts of my brain that light up every time. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like I just take in someone for just one little aspect and that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will savor them. Mm-hmm. And then when they're gone, they're gone. 